0: What's up, guys? You're tuned into to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday right here on Anchor, the best part of your day via podcast.
1: What's up everybody? It is November 16, 2021. You are listening to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but for but you're here with us and for that we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill and the arcade Ryan K. We've both had long days today. How are you doing, my man?
2: I'm doing alright, man. Doing alright, you know. I'm starting to you know, I started my new job about a month ago and I'm starting to kind of get into the flow of it, where like, you know, even though I wake up early as fuck balls every day, like I'm getting used to that a little bit more, and it doesn't bug me as much. Like I, I'm actually getting to the point where like I can stay up, yeah, you know, a little bit, and it not like fuck me, because for a little while there, like waking up at six o'clock in the morning ain't it. But I've gotten kind of used to it, so. You know. You know what I'll never get used to? What? You without a beard. Yeah, I hate that shit, bro.
1: I don't know if you see the anger in my face. I like you know, I, I have a good I am pretty good at hiding my emotions. I don't like it. But I'm upset.
2: Listen, ain't nobody angrier <laughs> than me, bro.
1: <laughs> Fucking And you're good at hiding your emotions too
2: <laughs> That shit sucks, bro. Like genuinely like I, I don't, They did me dirty, man. They're I, like they because so the people that work out in the field at my office gotta have clean, like, they gotta be, like, clean-shaven, like, tightly, like, well-kept, like, facial hair, that's, like, so they're like, yeah, you gotta get rid of your beard, and I'm like, you gotta fucking eat my balls, who but I wanted a job, so I couldn't say that. So. so, who the fuck are y'all, the New York Yankees? That shit is stupid, bro. <laughs> I don't get paid Yankees money, do I? I know. But if I idea- did, that's worth it. Oh, yeah, most definitely clean-shaven and all
1: that shit. Hey, if it's good enough for Johnny Damon, it's good enough for me.
2: Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh,
1: man, so we have an awesome show for you guys today. Uh, We're going to be answering you guys' questions. We're going to be putting the Los Angeles Lakers on the fucking spotlight because the motherfuckers are trash, and we're going to tell you exactly why they're trash and why I've seen it coming uh, all along. We're going to be talking about some NFL football. But first... You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving is coming early because Sean Porter and Terrence Crawford fight this weekend. I didn't know because I, there was a lot of stuff going on, so this was a pleasant surprise to me. We covered it a little bit. Somebody asked a question about it, but we really get to delve into it. Like you know, this uh, this go around, you know what I'm saying? Probably one of the biggest fights of the year, outside of maybe uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, and one I've been waiting for for a couple of years. So. Yeah.
2: Uh, This fight should have happened a few years ago. Um, Thanks, Bob Arum. You suck again. Fuck you. You're a fucking dirty old man. I can't stand you. Yeah, this should have happened. You're horrible for the sport of boxing. Fuck you. You're garbage.
1: Yeah, this should have happened two years ago. Oh,
2: yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, this fight, again, you know, for, you know, you people who do not keep up with the noble art of pugilism. This is a big fucking deal. This is a big fight between two really quality fighters. Sean Porter is a guy that, while he might not beat the best talent all the time, he is a guy that out-tuffs and out hearts a lot of the best talent to beat talent that is superior to his own.
1: Most definitely.
2: This guy has won belts doing this.
1: Yes. He's a two-time champion in the welterweight division.
2: Yeah, which is the toughest... You know, division in boxing.
1: Toughest and deepest.
2: Yes. So, and again, and this is a division full of dudes that are more talented than him. Mm-hmm. But he has won the belt twice because he has a jaw made of goddamn titanium. And yeah. he's got a ton of heart and he's just mentally tough. Yeah. He doesn't get too down and out. He just grinds out fights. Like, he's just a grinder. hmm So... Even if he's a guy that isn't necessarily sexy or flashy all the time, he's a dude that he's game a fa- recognized game and you look at that guy.
1: He's a fan favorite for a
2: reason. He's a fan favorite and you tip of the cap to him mm-hmm. because just the type of fighter he is and the type of person he is.
1: Yeah, I like I tell people a lot of people, uh I've never been cheated watching a Sean. Exactly, exactly.
2: Never. He de- And that's why fans love him. You don't get cheated. He's, he's going to mix it up.
1: I like, you know, he's not going to run. You get Whenever you see a Sean Porter fight, you can walk away and be like, that motherfucker gave everything he had.
2: Exactly. Then on the other hand, you got Terrence Crawford. Maybe the most talented dude in boxing right now.
1: Pound for pound the best.
2: Yeah. Um, arguably, um, you know, is the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Dude with all of the technical prowess you could ask for. Switches stances, which is something that people... It's a very odd dynamic. He's a guy that is naturally an orthodox boxer. Mm -hmm. You know, Southpaw guy, though. Spends a lot of time Southpaw. Switches between the two to make his opponents uncomfortable. So it's hard for them to judge distance and range.
1: And it's hard for them to gain. You can't game plan for that.
2: It's hard. Yeah, it's fucking impossible, really. And then he basically... Looks for weaknesses, probes with Southpaw, switches to Orthodox if that's more appropriate Mm -hmm. to exploit weaknesses. He usually always switches to Orthodox specifically when he's going in for the kill. Uh Like when he's got a dude hurt, he's putting him away with his right hand. Yeah, Because that's his power side. So, you have a dude with a jaw made of, like I said, just titanium. Just absolutely just one of the hardest I like Sean Porter's never been knocked out yeah. in his professional career. Mm-hmm. And he's never been slept. Every one of his fights are decisions. Yeah. You know, unlike, now he'll he'll knock a motherfucker out every now and in himself. Yeah. But most of his fights are decisions. Yeah. Um Terrence Crawford is a guy that's mostly known as a knockout artist. Yeah. I am very interested to see him take a quality fighter in the distance. Mm-hmm. Does he have it for the distance? Yeah. Is him fighting a quality fighter in this division? Because, you know, again, no disrespect to Mr. Kell Brook. Kell Brook's couple of years removed from being Kell Brook. Yeah. He ain't really Kell Brook anymore. It was still a quality win for Terrence Crawford. Not Most to take definitely. anything away from him. But Kell Brook wasn't Kell Brook. When, five, five years ago. Right. So... I'm very interested to see how Terence Crawford deals with this. This is a, a guy that's, you know, not over the hill. This is a dude that's in his prime. Yeah. That he's going to be fighting and I'm interested to see how this fight plays out because again, like I said, you have a guy that hurts people, makes them uncomfortable, frustrates them. And then exploits them when he has them hurt and, like, puts them puts them to sleep. I'll, versus a guy I'll, who grinds out fights. I'm my, very interested. Styles make fights. This is going to be a good one, I think. I'll,
1: I'll, one, one, like, you know, I agree with everything you said. One thing I want to see is, as opposed to, like, on the side of Terrence Crawford, I want to know how he's going to respond whenever... He faces somebody that's going to be coming at him as relentlessly as a Sean Porter has. I don't think he's ever experienced that. Daniel Jacobs said it best. He was like, "He's probably one of the most pesky fighters." And like you alluded to earlier, Daniel Jacobs is a lot more talented than Sean Porter, but you said like you just can't put that guy away. Like he's just going to keep coming. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, you know, that's going to be the big test for me. Like how's he going
2: right. to how's he going to deal with that? How's he going to So here's the thing with Crawford. Crawford usually probes and probes and probes Mm -hmm. and figures out how to hurt a guy Mm -hmm. and he always hurts dudes and he finishes fights Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what's going on what happens if this is the fight where this is the dude that he can't hurt yeah. How is he responding to that? I'm, I'm exactly, I'm right there with you. Like,
1: cause the thing is, like, you know, like to your point earlier, like I've seen that happen with Keith Thurman. And Keith Thurman was still Keith Thurman. Right. Keith Thurman couldn't put this guy away. Yeah, I like you know, what I'm saying, and Keith Thurman is a natural welterweight with that kind of power. I like, I'm, I i do not know, like you know, if uh, Terence Crawford has Keith Thurman like power back whenever Sean Porter fought Keith Thurman. Right. You know, what I'm saying, but it's gonna be interesting to find out. You know, what I'm saying, it's just some I'm not saying that he does or he doesn't. It's something that I don't know because whenever they fought each other, Keith Thurman was at the top of the mountain. And right. like, you know, his power at that at that weight weight class was second to none. And right. Sean Porter Sean Porter was able to eat those punches. So right. I like like I said earlier, it just depends on like, you know, what's he gonna do whenever he can't because i'm because sean porter is going to get hit with some big shots yeah like that, that's just because like i said terrence crawford is more technically sound he's going to get hit with some big shots because he got hit with some big shots with uh with uh keith thurman he got hit with some big shots when he fought da- uh danny garcia too danny garcia just doesn't have the punching power as terrence crawford nor uh Nora Keith Thurman. So, like, you know, it's on a lesser degree. Right. But, yeah, but Sean but Sean Porter, I like, you know, eats punches. i like, you know, he's just going to keep coming at you. And that's just the biggest thing for me because usually is it going to be, like, a situation where Sean Porter eats his biggest punch and Terrence, Terrence Crawford's like, okay, this has never happened before. What am I going to do now? Right.
2: And the thing is, Terrence Crawford's such a talented boxer. Yeah. He can fight going backwards. He can fight coming in. Mm-hmm. He can fight side to side. Like, you know. He's very talented. He is technically very savvy. He's really good at judging distance. He's good at not getting hit. Yeah. Like, so, all that stuff is going to be interesting to see how it plays. Because, again, Terrence Crawford's always been very confident in his ability to just hurt motherfuckers and end them. What happens when he can't hurt this dude? Yeah. Now, if he just is like, well, okay, he took my best right hand. That's crazy. But I'm still kicking his ass. Yeah. So like whatever. I'll just
1: chip away. Yeah, I guess I just going this just this is gonna have to be a boxing match now. Yeah, I'm just gonna point.
2: death by a thousand cuts this man, and that would be the end of it. I like,
1: and if he does that, I think he has a, a good shot to win this fight because the Porter and Thurman fight was very close for the mere fact Keith Thurman didn't get that till late, which is why that decision came down to mm-hmm. the
2: wire. Yeah, because because Keith Thurman got aggravated. Yeah, that he could. I remember like middle, like middle, middle of that fight, like middle-end rounds, like, I don't know, we're talking, like, ninth round, hypothetically, Keith Thurman was still aggravated trying to knock him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, in that fringe of that part of the fight, like, middle rounds, middle-late rounds, Mm -hmm. Keith Thurman was still trying to knock him out. And Sean Porter was getting good trades that were favorable for Sean Porter. Because the thing is, it's like, well, you're hitting this dude with negatun bullshit, but he's eating it, and he's hitting you and hurting you some. Yeah. And you're a dude that's never been hurt, so it was a little bit more. And, you know, you watch, like I said, you watch Sean Porter eat shit for a whole fight. But in a way where he's trading while yeah. he's doing so, he's going to win some rounds yes. doing that shit.
1: Because he's active. Yeah. Like, and the thing is... Like, you and, know, and
2: judges appreciate yeah. dudes being Be active. active. Sean Porter is always active. So, you know, to his benefit
1: and the mere fact like you know something about sean Porter doesn't get talked about enough when we was talking about keith thurman being aggravated and i've seen him do this on more than one occasion just for the mere fact like he's in enough fights and just for the mere fact that you know you can't knock him out and you know it's going to be like a fight to the finish that throws dudes off their game right. especially power punches like a keith thurman like or like you know so or terrence crawford but the thing is with terrence crawford a lot like daniel jacobs because daniel jacobs already there Daniel Jacobs knew going in, like you know, I'm not gonna knock this guy out. I just have to outbox him.
2: Mm-hmm, exactly, you know? and Daniel Jacobs was smart with yeah. that. And you know, like, I and said, that was still
1: a close fight.
2: It was because that's what Sean Porter does. Yeah, he drags you down into his shit, and you were forced to fight his fight. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, at some points of that fight, you were not controlling pace.
1: Yeah. He's gonna be controlling pace.
2: Yeah, and like 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 we said, judges appreciate dudes who control pace Mm -hmm. and create action. Even if they might not win every round doing that shit, they will win enough. And
1: And that's another challenge for Terrence Crawford. Usually he's always been the one dictating and controlling pace. Like as some like at some point in time, like, you know, for a couple of rounds, Sean Porter is going to dictate the pace. How is he going to respond to that?
2: Right. And the thing is, you know, is he going to be able to do enough damage to him to where, like, that's going
1: to be a bit effective?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't know. And there's, there's a lot of things about this fight that are really going to be interesting to watch play out. You know, for me, you know. What happens when the unstoppable force meets the movable object? You know, which again, you know, like I said, Sean Porter is not as talented as Terrence Crawford, he's not as skillful as mm. him. there's he's not a lot of things. But there are a lot of things that Sean Porter does that are uniquely Sean Porter that nobody else in the industry does, and it's a hard thing to deal with. And it's a hard thing to deal with, Ella, because it's something that you can't prepare for. No, there's no preparing for that because nobody you're sparring, people you're sparring with are less talented than you. And they're designed the people you spar with are poor man's versions of the dudes you're fighting. There is no poor man's version of Sean Porter. Nah, there
1: is Sean Porter. I like that's he, what
2: he is. I like
1: and in, it's in something is like you can't prepare for somebody that possibly has more heart than you.
2: Exactly, that's like you're not gonna get that from your sparring partner. You're really not. Like it just it ain't gonna happen. Except the
1: ferocity, like, and the mere fact, like, you know, like, uh, Sean Porter, like, you know, is also very smart with that too. Just for the mere fact, like, you know, he is pesky, and he does get people out their game. Like, I've seen him, I've seen it happen to, to a lot of people. Like, you know, he did it to Adrian Broner, he did it to Keith Thurman, he did it to Danny Garcia. He kind of did it a little bit to Daniel Jacobs a little bit. Yeah, you know and what I'm Daniel saying? Jacobs
2: knew what he was walking yeah, like, into. And Daniel Jacobs knew but what there there he was walking into. There too. was still some moments where Daniel Jacobs looked frustrated. Yeah. Like, cause... Sean Porter's a fucking nuisance. Yeah. You know, too... And that is a compliment. That is a compliment. He wants to be a nuisance. Mm-hmm. He wants that fight to be grimy and dirty. Because, like, you know,
1: just for the way he is now, like, if he can get that to be grimy and dirty, I like, you know, you're basically fighting his fight.
2: Yeah, exactly. You out there... You you out here... Okay, he's walking forward and you're hitting him to trade. Mm-hmm. He wants to trade with you. Most definitely. That's what he wants, he always wants to trade with you. I mean, it's the Joe Lewis. Th- I mean, it's Joe Fraser thing rather. Um, freaking Joe Frazier wanted to trade. Mm-hmm. Sean Porter wants to fucking trade with you. That's what it is.
1: He said he wants to lean on you against the ropes. He wants to. He wants to hug you and like get them like little pop shots in.
2: Yeah, exactly. He wants to get them disengaged punches.
1: Yeah, like that. Those little annoying shits. That like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't really see, but but like, they add look, up. But they add up. Like you no know, later on, take in your the fight. legs out from you and yeah. shit.
2: That's it. That's what I'm saying. And you and you ain't going to out-cardio him either. Nah. That's the other thing that a lot of people don't understand. That dude's in better shape than you. Plain yeah. and simple. I don't give a fuck who you are. Sean Porter is in better shape than you.
1: For the most part. For the
2: most part, he is in better shape than you.
1: Or like, you're just as good a shape as he is.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You will not be in better shape. than Yeah. Him. At yeah, like, worst, but, you are in as good of shape as. I him. like
1: you know you're not gonna be more you're not gonna be more prepared to, uh, prepared than him.
2: Yeah. No. Exactly. I like he, so because a lot of his fights go the distance. Yeah. He's ready for that.
1: I like and the mere fact that like, the fights that he lost, it was just because the dude was just better than him.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And That's what it always is. That's what it always is. Again, Sean Porter is one of my favorite fighters. He's fun to watch. I'm going to be... This is two of my favorite fighters fighting. Why the fuck would I not be hyped for this?
1: Yeah, why would I not tune into this?
2: Yeah, like, I'm fucking stoked to watch this on Saturday. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like you said before, this is Bob Arum's fault. Bob Arum sucks.
2: Bob Arum's a hoe. Fuck his mother. Fuck You're, him in his stupid cause I, face. Because I
1: remember somebody asked me, and I was like, you know, why hasn't this fight happened? And Sean Porter said on his podcast Porter Way," he said, dude, it all comes down to money. He said, I'm not scared of, like, a Terrence Crawford. He, he tried to lowball me with, like... Two million dollars. He was like, That's what it takes to get Kel Brook in the ring with him. He said, I'm Sean fucking Porter. I'm a two time like welterweight champion. It's gonna take a little bit more to get me in the ring with Terrence Crawford. Right,
2: exactly. Bob Aram Bob thinks that his guy should get paid and he should get a cut, but the other dude involved don't give shit. Yeah. Bob Aram's always played that dirty shit, and that's why you don't see fights happen before they should. It's the reason why we didn't get Pacquiao fucking you know, Floyd. It's why we didn't get this fight for a few years. It's why you fucking just continuously. And it's why we haven't got fucking Crawford Spence. Yeah. Either that. That's one of the bigger, which, Spence Spence is soft ducking. Yeah, and it ain't even that Spence is scared. It's just that Spence is like, yeah, he why got, the fuck would I not stack the deck in my favor for hit this it, fight?
1: I like. I think a lot him getting in that wreck had a lot to do. Yeah, with Yeah, that, that too. I like once that's he got it. in that wreck, then I, that was like the perfect excuse.
2: Yeah, exactly. Not to say that's
1: an excuse, but like that was built in.
2: Yeah, it's easy. So like, yeah, he's just. He's just going to chill. He's going to wait out Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford's going to be too old. going to need a big money fight. Spence is still going to be his prime. He's going to smack him down. Mm -hmm. And I love Terrence Crawford, and I'm saying that. That's exactly how that's going to play. That's exactly how that's going to play out. Yeah. So, it'll be Terrence Crawford's first loss. Hopefully, it'll be close. They'll get maybe a trilogy. If Crawford's lucky, he might take one. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see how that plays out. That's a completely different animal.
1: Yeah, that's that's a completely different animal. I would like to see Terrence Crawford and like in Keith Thurman, but Keith Thurman is like getting back into the lab. You know what I'm saying? He's he's training right now, so like, you know, I don't know what type of fighter he's gonna be coming back, but like he's actively training right now. You know, so like you already said like, you know, you got you got Terrence Crawford and me my heart says Sean Porter. But my mind says Terrence Crawford, too, and I hate that because I usually don't bet against Sean Porter. No. I, I usually don't.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, overwhelming talent is about the only thing that will make me bet against Sean Porter, and that is what he is up against, is overwhelming talent here. You know A guy but, that just does different shit than anybody else does yeah, like, in boxing. So, you know what?
1: Like, fuck that. I take that back. I will go with Sean Porter, just for the mere fact. So, like what Ryan said, like, you know, everything is, uh, everything is, is correct, but, you know what I'm saying, Sean Porter got traits and shit that you can't, you can't teach, this motherfucker has proved me wrong before, because I didn't think he was going to beat Danny Garcia, I was pleasantly surprised, I, like, I felt like he beat Keith Thurman, you know what I'm saying, in that fight they had against each other, like, you know, Keith Thurman says he wants to run him back, he don't want to run him back with Sean Porter, but, like, I'm gonna go with my heart with this. I feel like Sean, I, I, I feel like Sean Porter is gonna stun the world, I I don't, like, and, or, or at least I think it's gonna be such a great fight they're gonna have a draw. I, that's what I think. All I right? mean,
2: I'm not I'm not mad at that. And honestly, for me, it's a win-win. Yeah. Because I love Terence Crawford. You know, he's he's my guy. But Sean Porter is my guy too. Like I love both these dudes. Like I'm just gonna be pulling for a great fight. Yeah. And it's like I I don't have a dog in it. I'm just here to watch a great fucking fight, and that's what I'm hoping I get. And that's what I hope the sport of boxing gets, because the sport of boxing needs more classics. Yes. Because I got to tell you, man, y'all can talk about those Fury Wilder fights all you want. And this last one was pretty good, but fuck that, man. I don't want to watch dudes that are 6'8", throw fucking windmill punches at each other, and they throw five punches around. That ain't it. Mm-hmm. Welterweight division is where it's at. You want to watch a quality fucking fight? Go watch welterweight fights. Most And definitely. so we about and we about to get one Saturday.
1: Yo, even though I did enjoy that trilogy, uh, Wilder, it was just everything in compass with it. That's what made it great.
2: Right. Well, yeah, yeah so. that's what I'm saying. I just don't enjoy what the heavyweight division has become, Yeah. As I, yeah. As a
1: whole, yeah, I, I get that. I most definitely get that. But boxing fans, like you know, we're gonna be the winners. Uh, like this, uh, this Saturday. Absolutely. Most definitely. You guys should be tuning in. Go to a bar. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not going to tell you to do it the illegal way Because you know I'm saying The feds might be listening But yeah, yeah. You, you go do that You know what I'm saying So coming up next We got some NFL football uh, talk coming your way And we also got uh, our quote of, the, quote of the week I'm sorry You guys keep a lock on the scoreboard on Anchor
3: Oh hi Do mother owe you money? Have you been in an accident? Let me represent you Here at Dashy and Dashy We promise to get you cashy in a flashy. What? Oh, the tech, I'm leaving this shit on. You know how much this shit costs? I'm taking this shit right back after this commercial. I know what you're thinking. Dashy, how do I know you are the right lawyer for me? Don't listen to me. Listen to my satisfied clientele. Dashy got me 1.6 billion on my malpractice. He even threw in some duct tape, a bag of Skittles, and this free Rush card. Not to mention the boy cute as hell. Hey, boo. Uh, Dashy got me $66 million for my accident.
2: Goddamn, he looked like you ain't never recover.
3: Lady! You me a little got me $200 and an iPad for my slip and fall accident. Uh, I mean, the iPad was used, but- Anyway, um, here is another one of my satisfied clientele. Yo, the homie Dashy got me 3 jillion on my lawsuit. Still not satisfied? Maybe one of my celebrity friends could change your mind.
2: Yo, it's your boy, Hover, and you know Dashy helped me get all that cake, 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 cake. Ha <laughs> he the only reason I could make Holy Grail. Yup, ha <laughs> How you think I got
3: Justin Timberlake? Ha 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 Yup, your boy. Thank you, Dashy. Ho. You can sue mother for damn near anything nowadays, including... Slip and fall, car accident, he stole my girl, or she stole my man. Got caught cheating, but I still want to sue, though. That mother ate my lunch and it had my name on it too. Borrowed my Super Nintendo back in the day and still ain't it yet. Didn't follow me on Twitter. Didn't double tap my pics on Instagram and many more. Haven't been in an accident? That's okay. Hit us up. Let us know where you gonna be at and what time. We'll show up and make sure you get into one. Sure, you gonna be in a lot of pain, but hey, money heals all wounds. Money right now. I'm talking about right, right, right now. Look, if your ass can't wait, call five 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 seven seven six eight 7768. Bitch, that's you. Not really a lawyer. Do not trust this motherfucker. You will take your chick and all your money. How do I know? Because the motherfucker did it to me, and I thought we were boys. That's fucked up. Oh! Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife's ass cheeks when I was fucking alone with that stuff. Weed.
0: How was, how was your movie, by the way? I oh, missed I, it. Mine, mine went straight to DVD, just like yours. <laughs> but it was lit, baby! What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by Nobody. Because we're broke, this was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we will focus on gems like this...
1: I would, but, uh, I know where that hand's been.
0: In this.
2: Audios. They make sure you ain't Holy crap. I don't know who the hell we think we are.
0: You couldn't stay off the
2: weed. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me?
0: Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two
1: favorite guys. HBK and the arcade. Welcome back everybody, it's that time for our quote of the week, I will go first, and this one goes to my man Rob Van Dam. So, somebody tagged him in a picture on Twitter, it was a picture of him and a young Jean-Claude Van Dam, apparently they looked alike whenever, like Jean-Claude Van Dam and RBD kind of looked a- look alike, and this dude said, it was disappointing as a child finding out that they weren't really related. Rob Van Dam quote tweeted that. and said, fuck, imagine how we felt.
2: Nice. That's super funny. <laughs> That's super funny. I can
1: just imagine him saying that, too, while you was smoking a joint. Yeah, he's. I love RVD.
2: RVD, man. He's just a goofy guy. I love him to death. He's S- awesome. Speaking
1: of, I like, you know, RVD. I'll never forget it. I remember I sent him, like, a picture on Twitter, like, a, I want to say about six years ago. Probably a little bit a little shorter than that. I mess. I I seen him at Wrestle uh, Wrestle reunion or WrestleCon, and we took a picture together. And I sent it to him uh, through uh, through Twitter. He likes it and retweets it. And I got I never got I I got flamed on the internet, guys. I like let, now it doesn't seem like such a uh, such a um, a diss. You know what these you know what motherfuckers that were commenting on the thing said they were like. Dang, I didn't know you knew Biggie Langston. Like, uh, is that Biggie Langston with you? Uh, it was yeah, like yeah. when Biggie first came in. They were like, "Yo, is that Biggie with you?" I was like, "God damn it, man!" Yeah. Because my okay. homeboy Bernard said I look like Biggie Langston, and I and I hated it. Yeah. But now I I'm just like, I, I'm cool with that. I like Biggie. Biggie's cool.
2: Yeah. I was just
1: like, damn, I was getting flamed on Twitter, bro. Yep. If you wasn't there to see that six years ago, you you missed out. I like it was just I wasn't even mad about it. No. Nah. Even mad, I was just like, I was just like. It was all in good fun. Right. It was all in good fun. But, uh, something that's not fun, Ryan, is these Thursday night games that I don't like and apparently you don't like either.
2: No, I mean they're pretty they're pretty ass, honestly. So And this one
1: follows the train. You know what I'm saying? The uh, the Ravens and the Dolphins. I was hoping for a Dolphins loss, but apparently I can't have nice things because they ended up winning. You know, I hate Thursday night football games, Ryan. Dude,
2: this game was fucking sloppy. Dude, the only touchdown, I think, the only passing touchdown the Ravens had was to Mark Andrews. Like, and again, you know, Mark Andrews is a great tight end. He's very quietly one of the better tight ends in the league. But that shit was so chaotic, bro. Like, it just... Now, the... Credit to the Dolphins. Their defense is—they have a really good defense, Under-rayed and the way that, defense. the way that they disguise their blitz packages and their looks, they're one of the best defenses in the league at that. Yeah. Like disguising looks, they're incredible at that. So, you know, that's all fine, well, and good, you know, and you know, like I said, the Ravens' offense suffered some for it, for sure. Um, but again. This is just a classic fucking Thursday night game. Like, you have a team that's way better than another team losing to the team that they're better than.
1: Most definitely.
2: And it's just fucking... Because, again, Tua was out. uh,
1: He, he, He ended up coming back in the game.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was out, and then he came back in. And it just... The whole game was just fucking stupid.
1: Here's a, here's a trend of Thursday night football, man. That I that I've i t- kind of noticed throughout the years. It's either whenever every time I watch a Thursday night game, either one team plays bad, one team plays great, and and if you're playing on Thursday, if your team's playing on Thursday night football, you're you just hope and pray that your team's the one that plays great.
2: Right, that happens a lot. Like there, you have a couple of things like you'll have a team look really fucking awful. Like, and I mean really fucking awful. And then sometimes the team wins is the team that just is less bad. Yeah. This is what happened in this game. Uh, the Ravens struggled, the Dolphins struggled a little less. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happened there. Sometimes every now and then, you'll have a really good Thursday game. Mm-hmm. It happens a couple times a year. There will be a Thursday night game. That's just a really good game. And it that, is an outlier it is shocking
1: that happens at, that happens well, no that happens on Sunday night whenever the teams are trash and they flex it yeah. I don't know if they flex Thursday night games
2: yeah like I said this, there's a couple of Thursday night games a year that are good there was one a few weeks ago if, if I went back and looked at the Thursday night games I'd be like oh yeah this one this game was good Um, you know like I said some of the some of the Thursday night games are good most of them are hot fucking garbage and people get hurt in them or if they are hurt then they they have nagging injuries that nag them longer because yeah. of it. Thursday night games fucking suck and they're awful and they're just garbage.
1: Before I go before we go to the Sunday night game, I always I have to point a note because I'm starting to see like a trend here yeah. and it's kind of disturbing me. <laughs> like yeah. like it's eating away at my soul and like and it shouldn't because like you know he's not my fucking quarterback, but it's eating at my soul. I'm like what is the deal with the Lamar Jackson slander? Like, I hear all the pundits saying this, that, and the third I'm I don't saying, get it either I'm like what more does this kid have to do to prove to you that he's legit and he can play in this league?
2: At this point at this point it's like they're always like he can't throw from the pocket and it's like, I don't know, he's pretty good at that. Yeah. He can't win and he can't he's not clutch. I don't know, he seems pretty, pretty clutch good to me. me. Um he can't, He, you know, he can't orchestrate a comeback. I don't know. He's done that. You know, he's like, done that. I like, it's just, they're just, it's, at, it's at, just everything, reaching.
1: They're always extending the goalposts. And I'll be like, yo, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's getting to the point where it's like, you know, I feel like the Lamar Jackson slant. Well, at some point, that shit's got to stop.
2: Yeah. As, but,
1: at some point, it's got to stop. Like, I feel at this point, I feel like you guys are reaching.
2: You know what I think it is, really and truly? I think that it's one of those things where, okay analysts don't like to be wrong yeah so here's my thing so i think that a lot of because you'll you'll see this happen a lot in any sort of thing with any sort of pundit pundit or any sort of analyst when you make a read on a situation and you know every everyone's guilty of this you know analysts aren't above it and you know You'll make a read on a situation, and you'll make a, I don't know, like, you'll throw throw an opinion out. Yeah. And you'll sit there, and what you'll see happen is that opinion gets debunked. Like, you'll be wrong about it. Mm -hmm. Now, when that happens, you have a couple of options. You can sit there, and you can own up and be like, oh. I was wrong. I was wrong there. But a lot of times what happens is, even though people will out loud say, I was wrong, it makes them mad that their call mm-hmm. was wrong about it. So they'll still hold on to the vestiges of those negative feelings or those negative things that made them think. Okay, and the re- whole reason I bring that up is like, so you have Lamar Jackson. Oh, well, Lamar's not going to make it in the league. He's, a, you know, He's a running he, back. He, he's a little too thin. You know, he's just, you know, he he wasn't, you know, impressive coming down the stretch late, you know, and then that following season after his Heisman season, he just was less good, you know, um... You know he's fast, but like you know, we think he's a running back instead of a quarterback or a receiver. Duh, 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 duh. We think he'd do better there. So there's all this swirling and this bullshit, and so some of these pundits have had those opinions. And I think yeah. what happened is the vestiges of that remain when that's been thoroughly debunked and thoroughly disproven. I think that the vestiges and bad feelings and the confirmation bias of that um has remained. Yeah. So people will sit there and have those bad feelings. So it leads them to be dismissive or have these wild ass takes yeah about stuff like that. It'll be like, "Well, you know, look, he's not clutch." Well, because so because they couldn't be right about those other things, they gotta extend the goalpost. They, they gotta extend the goalpost out, and because they want to be right about something,
1: yeah, they have regards, to be
2: right. Yeah, in regards to something. Whereas, okay, like I'll be the first person to fucking admit, I didn't think Justin Herbert was gonna be good at all, because I saw too much of inconsistent
1: Justin Herbert
2: Justin Herbert at Oregon because he was surrounded by subpar talent
1: I also said too like you know because I'm a USC fan so I got to see a lot of Justin Herbert and I said whenever he's good he's as good as anybody whenever he's bad it's bad It's just depending on what situation can groom him to get out more of the good
2: right so so there you go like I said you're sitting there you watch that I sit there and I'm I'm not as enamored with him as most people are Boy, was I fucking wrong. Yeah. And I will eat that crow. And Justin Herbert's my fantasy quarterback. I fucking love Justin Herbert. (laughs) He put up 50 points for me one time this year. He's the shit. Like, he's such a good quarterback. Yeah, he's good. The fuck? He's really talented. So, I was wrong about that. Do I sit here and try to be like, well, Justin Herbert actually isn't that good. You know how stupid you fucking sound? Well, now you got to put quantifiers on Well, I don't think Justin Herbert's that clutch. Or, I don't think Justin Herbert is going to win Super Bowl. That's how stupid these people sound, talking about Lamar Jackson. Fuck out of here.
1: Fuck out of here. You talked about one talented quarterback. Now we go from... One talented quarterback to another talented quarterback on Sunday Night Football, where the Chiefs just drubbed like the division rival Las Vegas Raiders. Another terrible
2: game. That was a terrible game. Uh, but
1: but like, dude, after everything the Raiders been through this season, should be a wash. It's unfair to those uh, guys.
2: Absolutely. I saw a meme the other day that somebody somebody posted that said. It was just the Raiders logo. Yeah. And underneath it, it just said Days Without Incident 4. (laughs) I was crying laughing at that shit. It was so funny. Uh, Because, I mean, it's fucking accurate. That's the sort of year they've had. It's not even really fair. Like, there's so many distractions and things going on with that fucking team. You can't even really, like, whatever, you know. You got fucking, you know, John, John Gruden, Gruden, you got fucking Henry Ruggs getting in that car wreck. You have their other first round, their other early round pick. I think he was their second round pick, Arnett. Yeah, he gets in trouble for waving around guns and, and getting gets an released. asshole. He gets released. They just have the, the the Raiders just fucking are dealing with a lot of shit right now. Um, for the Chiefs, you know, thing is too. You have a lot of Patrick Mahomes being off kilter mechanically and you had a lot of you know them underachieving in terms of yards after catch and all those sorts of significant things and you have uh fucking Patrick Mahomes and them finally look like themselves yeah and you knew it was gonna happen to somebody Eventually. it was just who was it and when was it gonna happen and the Raiders who are already having a really unlucky and poor season in terms of luck you know they caught the chiefs of uh, waking up yeah on Sunday and that's exactly what happened how many pa- how many touchdowns did Mahomes throw for was it like five, five? So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like fuck right. it.
1: What's up? But 35 for 50. Like you know what I'm saying, 406, 5. Yeah, that's
2: five, what... a five, five T D burger on them. Yeah, exactly. So it's not even fair. Yep. So I mean that game was fucking gross. Um granted their defense still
1: sucks. Whenever your quarterback oh, yeah. throws five touchdowns, it don't that's matter. It don't even matter. It
2: don't fucking matter
1: at all. Oh, at that point your team is playing catch up.
2: Exactly. So you know that was one of those things where like the Chiefs just had their foot on the gas the whole game and just never let go.
1: And people were asking, "Well, like, where was this team, man?" I was like, "Well, their defense sucks." I like, you know, a lot of most of the games, like, you know, they lost. They were coming from behind, and you know, what I'm saying whenever you're coming from behind, your and your defense isn't that good, and you're, like your quarterback is forced to go out there and be Superman. Yeah, exactly. They, they're used to coming from a position to where they usually had the they had the lead and they had some pass rushes that could pin their ears back and get the the def, I mean, the offense in obvious pass situations and they could probably get like a pick or a sack or you know what I'm saying get a converted or get a conversion on downs. You know what I'm saying because usually the team they were playing was playing catch up. Now they've been playing catch up, so that's usually what it is. I like you know so the the Chiefs uh, Chiefs offense ended up uh, waking up. You know, what I'm saying. I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be consistent throughout the year because it hasn't been. You know, what I'm saying. But it's good to see Patrick Mahomes kind of being uh, getting back to himself again.
2: Right. And the other thing too is, um, you know, with the Chiefs, you're talking about them having a bad defense. One of the easiest things that quarterbacks do every fucking week against them is they look for Daniel Sorensen, their safety. Where is he lined up? Throw at him. Yeah. That's just. They spread the they'll spread him out. They'll have sword and drop down, try to cover in the slot, and they throw at him. It's just it's easy. It's like where is he at? Where is he at? Throw at him Throw at him. him. <laughs> He's terrible. He's fucking terrible.
1: Bro, I like speaking of that, like, you know, before we get to this uh, Monday night game, Tom Brady had like an interview, he was on the Bronze TV uh, show, uh, the shop, and he was sitting there saying, like, yo, there've been plenty of times where I'd be in the media. And like you know, I be they asked me about a corner, and I have to be like, man, like he's a talented corner. I like I really don't know how they be getting how they be getting plays on him and stuff like that. He said, but in my mind, I'm like, dude, I'm about to light this motherfucker up. Oh,
2: right, exactly, exactly. That's- He'd be like a
1: no-name corner. He'd be like, yeah, he's a we watched tape on him. He's a solid player. you be like, nah, you about to catch his hands, catch the-
2: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's you got to be complimentary, you guys. And then it's like, nah, actually, that motherfucker. But yeah, he- I'm, I'm gonna fuck him up. You about to catch this heat now? Speaking of another
1: butt performance, <laughs> the LA Rams bro got humbled by the San Francisco 49ers.
2: So, I'm going to tell you exactly what fucking happened there. Kyle Shanahan just schemed really well. So what happened in this game? Mina Kimes made a great fucking point on NFL Live today that I saw that I couldn't really agree with more. Um, she made a great point about so it's all about the matchups and exploiting matchups in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So they were able to figure out based on, you know it's like okay, well they were able to figure out what the Rams weaknesses were based on what their strengths are. Mm-hmm. So they looked at it and they were like, hmm, what are the what are the Rams what is the Rams defense good at? Two things rushing rushing the passer. And number two, Jalen Ramsey. Yes. That's what they're good at defensively.
1: Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey.
2: So what they did is they double teamed Von Miller. They booted away from fucking Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And they threw opposite Jalen Ramsey. And the other thing is Jalen Ramsey hasn't really been following corners as much as he could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our following our receivers rather. And he didn't follow Debo Samuel. And boy, they fucking paid for it. <laughs> Debo Samuel torched their asses for like a forty yard bomb. And you know, Kittle Kittle got off too? Yeah. They just it was too easy. Just the way that they schemed, it's fucking genius. You know, and again, obviously. Team's a little out of whack right now On for the Rams. They're trying to figure it out offensively just yeah, because...
1: Yeah, OBJ is there. Robert OBJ
2: Woods. just got there, and Robert Woods tore his knee up. OBJ is there for, like, fucking, like, five seconds. So, you know, they got to figure out some things, figure out chemistry, figure out how the offense is going to work.
1: I like how Matthew Stafford had a couple of bad games, but I don't expect that to continue. No. Like, it, like, eventually, you know what I'm saying, like it was going to catch up to him. Now, this team is still in good position. Yeah. I like, and they still should be one of the favorites. Yeah, of I like, But they're going all in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. They are all in now, and they are all in basically next year and the year after. They have a little three-year window. They got to get there. I can't remember how long they have Stafford for, but that, that window of how long they have Stafford,
1: Stafford, that's the window. That's the window. Yeah, I'll and know.
2: you got to get it done.
1: You got to get it done. I like especially now because Von Miller's getting older. I like OBJ. I like... Cause I know they don't. They signed him to like a one-year deal. We don't. Even, we don't even know if OBJ gonna be back. Mm-hmm. No, like, he might come back. I like, but who knows? But like, yeah, the Rams are, are like certain a lot, ser, like certain a lot of things out. But I did not know that because I didn't get a chance to watch the game. And if that's the case, and that's just genius game planning by Kyle yeah, Shanahan. Yeah, no,
2: no, no. Shanahan did really well in that game, and you know, I've I've been critical of him at times. You know, because he deserves it. Yeah, he fucking deserves it. People act like, like he's just this darling that does no wrong, and it's like eh, I don't know about that. Um, he's still
1: pretty, he's still he's, a pretty good coach.
2: Yeah, I, I like uh, some of the things he does for sure, and you know he has moments of genius, and this was one of them.
1: Um, so. And the mere fact they were able to control, they can they were able to control control the ground game. So Matthew Stafford had to sit on the bench, right? Like whenever you know, saying you get Jimmy Garoppolo only attempting nineteen passes, and I think he completed fifteen of them.
2: Yeah, that's I'm, I'm,
1: I'm taking that all day long.
2: Yeah, that's great. High high efficiency, high highly successful offense. Like it is smart. Now I'll tell you one of the first plays of the game that was kind of indicative of the kind of night it was. So. They sent OBJ deep. OBJ runs the wrong damn route and the ball gets picked off. Like, so that's and again, that's just dude not being with a team for a little while. So him and him and Stafford have to get that chemistry and they got they got work and they gotta get that shit figured out. Yeah. So, you know, again, they'll they'll be okay. I, I cause think. I
1: know we were talking about OBJ before we get like, you know, get get up out of here. So my thing is I feel like at this point, OBJ is just a name. OBJ would be twenty-nine I like, you know, we haven't seen, like, the real OBJ in about four years. I agree. You're like, you know, I'm not saying he's washed, but I don't think he's that guy anymore.
2: Yeah. You know, he or might like, not uh, be uh, that dude anymore. I like, you know, being real.
1: electrifying and all that stuff. He'll still be a good player, but he's brittle. You're like, you know what I'm saying? He's an old 29 with all the injuries and stuff. You know, people were sitting there saying, like, man, like, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Like, they were going to go. They probably could have went to the Super Bowl without OBJ. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like... You mess around running the wrong route. It was it was the same song and dance that it was in Cleveland, and you knew Baker. So, right. so I'm like, well, as soon as you said that, I like I, I waved my arms up because like they were saying the same thing in Cleveland. I don't know, man. I like I feel like this might this might. I hope I'm wrong. It, it might mess up the chemistry of the squad. Who knows? Who knows? You know. So coming up next, we're gonna put the Lakers on the fucking spotlight because they deserve to be on the spotlight because them dudes are trash and terrible and also we got our Thug Life Moment of the Week you guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor
0: You are listening to Potomatic Radio. You're listening to the scoreboard with your host Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Potomatic Radio.
2: Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife?
0: This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week, brought to you by Nobody, because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcomed, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the
1: Arcade welcome back everybody it's that thug life moment of the week and if you out here doing thug life shit we want to hear from you and the way you can get in contact with us you can hit me up on twitter at hbk underscore illmatic all caps you can hit me you can hit us up uh via facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808 or you can send us an email at uh, the scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com so Arcade said he wants to go first with his uh thug life moment of the week so Give them, we'll give the arcade the floor.
2: All right. So my thug life Mother of the week goes this dude named Paul McCallion. Um, he's at at Orange Pulp. Um, Orange Paul P. Um, that's what it is. Sorry, I misread that. Um, <laughs> fucking whatever, man. I'm trying to give somebody some fucking shout out on a fucking podcast that nobody listens to. Who gives a fuck? But uh, so um, my uh, yeah, my thug life Mother of the week. This dude said. When somebody tells me they hate the word moist, I know that mid-2011 was their most recent attempt at developing a personality. Wow. (laughs) So, just the fucking viciousness of that, I was like, (laughs) because we all have met that girl. Mm -hmm. Fuck that girl. And if you're that girl, fuck you. Do better.
1: You should play a game called Chug the
2: Bleach. Yeah, you should do you should just be a better person. Try harder. Try harder. Be You're better. not that interesting. Ugh, I hate the word moist.
1: I like to be better.
2: Fucking do better. <laughs> just do better. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? It's not a bad fucking Are you stupid? God damn it. Like people people die every day, but yeah, moist. Right. I didn't. Right. I didn't.
1: I like my thug life moment of the week goes to this girl named Cassandra, right? I I can't say that, but she like she quote tweeted, no, she commented under this girl's tweet because this girl was dissing a dude, as always. I like and she said, a guy's friends can make him unattractive. Like how you hang with a group of clowns and expect me to think you're not part of the circus. This girl. Comes back with a clap back and says, but you expect them to believe you're not a hoe when you hang around your hoe-ass friends.
2: I mean, that's correct. I mean, that's the thing, too, though, man. Like, I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. If I'm in a relationship with somebody, you don't necessarily have to, like, want to be around my friends. And I don't necessarily want you around my friends. Not like that, anyway. Not like that. But here's the thing. If you don't like my friends, you don't like me to an extent and that's real like that's some real shit like i i will stand on that and that's the thing too man i don't necessarily need all my friends to intersect all the time yeah the thing is if i introduce any of my friends to any of my other friends 99.999 percent of the time i feel like most of those friends will look at the other friend and be like i get why you hang out with that dude yeah i might not hang out with that dude but i respect I, why you hang out yeah with him.
1: I, yeah he's fire if i like you know for what he does
2: yeah like or like i see why you hang out with yeah. him yeah and that's really all i asked for and so like i said the same thing man when you know i got i got a girl if she looking at my homies and she's like your homies are trash you're trash bitch <laughs> the fuck get in the can where you belong I like, the fuck are you talking about? You don't, you don't like my friends. You don't like me.
1: Why are we dating? And the thing is, if any girl ever thinks that Cody can is trash, I like you know what I'm saying she doesn't deserve a boyfriend ever.
2: That's what I'm saying, like, bro i i I can't I can't deal with shit like that. <laughs> like, I Espe-
1: especially that guy. I like you know, what I'm saying I can understand you know what I'm saying me and Blake and like you know. Nah, the- man,
2: but even you, that's trash. <laughs> like, like, listen, I love my boy Blake. Blake be pissing people off. That's who he is. I got to understand to an extent somebody not fucking with Blake. At the same time though, most people meet him and they're like, yeah, he's pretty funny or he's got some good shit to say. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? like, If you can't meet my friends and walk away with at least one positive thing to say about them, man, fuck you. <laughs> and the thing is too, if I'm in a relationship, my boys were there before you, they're going to be there yeah. during you. And if there is an after you, which most relationships fail. There will be yeah, an after, after you. you. They're gonna be there for that too. I ain't trying to listen to all that fucking garbage. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck the horse you rode in on. Like I said earlier, get in the fucking can, cause that's where you
1: belong. I like and speaking of the can, of which somebody belongs. Like the Los Angeles Lakers are on the fucking spotlight. Ryan, I like this team is fucking garbage. But to like you know to give credit to us. I don't know if we said it on the show, but we damn sure said it off of it. We didn't like the makeup of this team anyway. No,
2: it's horrible. It's fucking awful. All the stuff that this team's old as shit, they don't defend, and they're just bad. And, like, they're old, and there's only one fucking basketball. There's one basketball. Thing is, you got AD, you got Russell Westbrook, you got LeBron James. AD don't need the ball in his hands to be dominant. Yeah. But you got you got Russell Westbrook needing to be ball dominant. You got LeBron James who needs to be hurt. ball dominant. But he's hurt. hurt. And then you got so you got Russell Westbrook out here being diminished. You're getting diminishing returns on him every fucking year. Russell Westbrook's got one of the worst pure point guard ratings in the league almost every season. His assist to turnover ratio is ass. How many
1: times do I gotta tell people like my 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 point guard needs to be the most efficient person on the uh, on the floor? Like you can't succeed in your point guards being the least efficient person on the floor. That cannot happen.
2: Right. Exactly. Edge Russell Westbrook has always been that guy. He's always been high volume everything. You know, he's high volume rebounds. He's high volume. And that's all fine, well, and good. And you know, there are some when Russell Westbrook is efficient, usually his teams win. But the problem is he's not. And it's mostly from a shooting. Like, I saw a great stat on point is point per possession Mm -hmm. generated in half-court offense. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, the lowest in the league at that of qualifiable guys by a lot. It's fucking nuts. Like, he's just not a good player anymore. And... He's now, like, he's he's an amazing
1: talent, but like his and like and I'm, I can't even really say he's not a good player because he is a good player. What I can say is his skill set is you can, uh, his skill set doesn't contribute to winning basketball nor championship basketball.
2: That's maybe a better way of putting it instead of just flat out being like he's ass. <laughs> but a, yeah, that's like, probably yeah, a better way. Yeah, to like, say
1: yeah, yeah. His like and and guys, there there are players that are like that. Like and the like. The person that comes to mind, like, you know what I'm saying? He's not a big name. Well, he is a big name, but he's, like, no, not an all-star or anything. But his skill set, like, you know, contributes to winning basketball and championship basketball. Robert Rory. Yeah. I like, you know, Kenny the Jet Smith. His skill set contributes to winning basketball and championship basketball. Shaquille O'Neal said that to him all the time. He was like, you wasn't no Hall of Famer, but, you know, your skill set contributed to winning basketball and championship basketball. And Russell Westbrook doesn't do that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, because, because here's the thing: people always want to bring up the uh, the triple doubles. I I was watching Jason Kidd put up triple doubles while also being efficient while leading his team to the NBA Finals twice.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you
1: know, saying like what Russell Westbrook doesn't does doesn't really impressed me i like you know what i'm saying as far as getting triple doubles yeah it was impressive that he was able to do it for an entire year three times you know back then the end of the day i like what happened to his squads it's the same shit that's happening here ryan I like you you met uh you um you made some bullet points earlier about what you didn't like about this team the thing that pisses me off about this team is one you said earlier old two like, no you said they defend me all like, that they can't run the floor two actually it's four three they can't shoot and four these motherfuckers can't make free throws and the thing is like the thing that pisses me off the most is they can't make free throws nor can they defend I like you know you gotta pick a struggle I'm not I don't care that you're old you know saying savvy veterans and shit like Mm -hmm. that but you can't you gotta make free throws and you gotta be able to defend I like you I'll like they you, can't
2: do any. You of can't
1: do any of that. You you guys got four struggles, and I'm just asking for you guys only to have two, but you guys got four. I like, dude. That you know how many games we lost and like because of uh, bad free throw shooting.
2: Yeah, a it's lot.
1: Been for you. It's been few. I like, you know, what I'm saying it's frustrating.
2: Yeah, it's, it's frustrating.
1: I like that Warriors game we lost. I'll like, you know, at the be- at the beginning of the season for a bad free throw shooting. Yeah, we can't hit free throws.
2: Yeah, man, I mean, it
1: just... Younger teams are running up and down on these guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, they just... They look old and they look lost. And, you know, they'll probably figure it out. At least to a point where they're not going to be so mediocre. But, you know, they literally are... They're just awful to watch. It's bad basketball across the board. The only nights they look good are the nights when Anthony Davis just pops off. Yeah. Like,
1: and even then... They still... They're hanging on by a it's thread.
2: struggle, man. It's just... Nothing about, nothing about their game looks easy. Mm-hmm. It all looks rushed or hurried or forced oh. or awkward or just
1: that there's no there's no cohesion
2: yeah exactly that's what I'm saying it just it feels bad to watch you know it's just it's a bad product yeah and it's led to mediocre results I like
1: and it's crazy I'm saying thinking to myself we just bringing in a bunch of names I like I felt like you know we should have kept Alex Caruso love Alex Caruso yeah he's
2: having a fucking great year with the fucking Bulls he's he's one of the best defenders in the fucking league on the perimeter. He's incredible.
1: You know what I'm saying? We gave up on Lonzo too early, but I've been said that. You know what I'm saying? We gave up on Lonzo way too early.
2: Look at him in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it hit. He, He's figuring it out. That's what I'm saying. Lonzo and Alex Caruso on the perimeter, they have perimeter players in hell. Yeah. Like, on... on the defensive end. There was a sequence where... Now, Steph Curry ended up lighting up the bulls like a fucking Christmas tree. He does but there, like was a fucking, there was a fucking possession where Caruso knocked the ball away from him. Curry got his handle but got the dribble back. And Caruso knocked it right back away from him again and it went out of bounds. Now, like I said, I think when they got the ball back, Curry came off a curl and hit a three so it didn't fucking matter. But, you know, like I said, my big thing is... They just again. They they just fucking suck. Like the with the, the they, like- they, they're
1: just a bunch of big names. I like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like there's no young talent here outside of Tht, but he's coming off injury. He had a big he had a really good game like uh, tonight, but when everything else is. Is not is not in cohesion. Like w- what the fuck ever. You know what I'm saying. LeBron James isn't playing. He might come hey, back.
2: Age is caught up to him finally, and it's very obvious. Like, yeah, he his, he
1: looks human.
2: Yeah, he looks human. He's getting hurt with more frequency. You know that groin injury last year was the beginning of the end. Clearly, uh, I'm not saying that he doesn't still have relevant basketball to play. I'm not saying that he still can't be LeBron James. But as of right now, he looks human. He looks mortal. He doesn't look like he has a lot of time left. Yeah. Um, if you ask me. Now, again, you know, he could get some rest, get his body right. He could get some shit figured out. But again, you know, father time's undefeated. And LeBron James ain't got much longer to be winning that fight. So I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I can't flat out call him fully washed or like what have you. Because again, you know. He's been really good for a really long time. But, Most definitely.
1: But, uh, but at the same time, I like Man, this is I like I remember whenever there was a symbol in this shit. I like I was like I was saying before, I was upset we were letting a lot of the young younger guys go. A lot of the younger guys. is like I understand we're in championship acquisition mode, but getting a bunch of old veteran guys like, you know, isn't always the answer. You need a good mix of that and we just don't have that. I well, like uh, we don't have that at all, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's just yeah, it, it's terrible to watch. I like I'm glad we got the championship out of it, but I think the window is closed. I think it's over. Yeah, I, I don't see LeBron James winning no. I don't see him winning no other titles, especially with the way these teams are coming up, like the Phoenix Suns or are like are, are, aren't going anywhere. You know, I don't. So who's on the top of the West. I like you know, the Golden State Warriors look like they're not going anywhere. We're not better than Utah. We're not even better than the fucking Dallas Mavericks. We're not better than a lot of teams, even though we're sitting at seven. All right, we're not better than a lot of squads. And, even, yeah. and that's just even on the Western Conference. We got to go like on the East. I like, you know, hell, we're not even better than the Bucks and the Bucks will still have that championship hangover. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? They're going to get it together eventually because Giannis ain't about to have that no you know what i'm saying like you know we're not better than the washington wizards of which they got kyle kuzma and like you know a lot of our a lot of our uh, like you know our young guys it's just i i just don't see it i like i don't see it unless, unless there's like some big turnaround some huge turnaround I don't see it, Ryan. No, uh, I don't. I, I, th- th- this is over, and we're gonna be fucked as a franchise for probably the next five to six years.
2: Yeah, I mean that's just hey, it is what it is, man. Yes,
1: yeah, so I love Anthony Davis, but you know, I, I tell people all the time. That's why he's a he's an all time talent. You know, I, I remember somebody asked, say who was my top uh, ten power forwards. He was probably at number ten. You know, saying just off GP because I didn't I didn't I couldn't think of nobody else. But just on GP, and it looks like it might stay there, just for the mere fact. Like I can't really definitively say on that championship squad that he was the best player.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like how much of that was that was LeBron?
2: Right, right, exactly. Because
1: he's having because he's having the opportunity to show, like you know, what he can do right now without LeBron, and it's not working.
2: Yeah. Now, granted, I mean, a
1: lot of it's not him, but you know.
2: Yeah that team I, is poorly constructed
1: but whenever you get paid the type of bucks you are and you are the man you're a top 5 player you're supposed to mask a lot of that i agree you know what i'm saying and that's and that's a lot of things that people take lebron james for granted for mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying lebron was able to mask a lot of a lot of deficiencies oh yeah for sure you know which is why i don't mind when people say he's the goat because whenever you get that type of title that's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> Mash your team's defenses. Anthony Davis can't do that, and it like it shows. Don't all nobody
2: it. talk about the Bulls not having a center? Yeah, nobody talks about that shit from the '90s teams. Yeah, the Bulls after the, you know the the first three P. Yeah, nobody talks about that second three P. Fucking them not having a center. Nobody talks about that yeah. shit, and nobody talks about that team not shooting particularly well either from three. Yeah, no one talks about that shit. It they just talk about Jordan and Pippen. You know, because that's what you talk about. Yeah,
1: like your best players are supposed to mask a lot of that.
2: Exactly. So you know
1: what I'm saying. So, Ryan, I like. I don't know if you have anything else to say. I just know that this shit is bad. The Lakers I, suck.
2: That's I, what I have to say. I like
1: I can't. I couldn't say any better than myself. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers are on the spotlight. Hopefully, I don't have to talk about these jokers, like you know what I'm saying, anymore this season because I like it's all. The season's early, and I'm already sick of looking at them. It's kind of like like how I feel about the New York Jets. I'm sick of looking at the purple and gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sick of looking at the product. You know what I'm saying? And you know Shannon Sharp's sick of looking at the product because he ain't talking about LeBron James. Oh,
2: yeah. 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 That's how you know. If Shannon quiet,
1: that's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. So coming up next, it's mail time. Your questions are coming in, and we can't wait to answer them. You guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor.
0: Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that?
3: Hulu has live sports. Really?
0: Yeah, it's in my contract.
3: It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. W- what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, <sighs> exactly. No dragons. No mouths. None of that. We could do like a, a tufted off and splashing yeah, right? out. How large?
0: Uh, Yeah.
3: How uh, How much are they paying you? Get
0: that, buddy. Hulu has live sports. Get that. what's up guys you've been listening to the scoreboard like us on facebook at www.facebook.com forward scoreboard 808 and you can also follow hbk and the arcade on twitter at dx heartbreak kid and arcade and remember you can catch us every tuesday on podomatic radio it's already 110 in the summer and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one?
3: Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid
1: got to do with coffee and motherfucking way?
0: And for the love of God you spell check take it away fellas
1: appreciate it bro it's that time it's mail time where you guys get a chance to chop it up with us and they, uh can send us your questions it's my favorite part of the show and we appreciate you guys sending in your questions and you know what i'm saying getting involved so we only got three questions uh today so we first question comes from kevin from virginia so, how's it going, guys? How do you two feel about Senegal going to the Angels, and where the fuck are they getting this money from?
2: <laughs> well, so, I mean, the thing is, the Angels always have payroll. It's a it's a sports team based in, you know, Los Angeles. Yeah. Those teams are always going to have payroll.
1: I mean, but they did pay somebody half a bill.
2: That's what I'm saying, man. Like, they have, they have payroll. They always going to have payroll. That's just kind of what it is. So, two, I feel great about that deal on both sides. So, it's a high-end deal for Syndergaard, a guy who knows his talent level. Mm-hmm. You know, Noah Syndergaard is fucking exceptionally talented. And when healthy... He's a great. Horse. Yeah, he's a great pitcher. Um, the problem is that he hasn't been healthy the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. This is a great deal for him because it's a high-end pay. It's, you know, $20 million. Mm-hmm. That's an elite level of pay, if you thought, if you think about it, if you gave him that over five years, that's a $100 million pitching contract. Yeah. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. It's not in he's thinking about trying to make Garrett Cole money. Yeah. So, in trying to prove that he deserves... Yeah, so,
1: it's a prove-it so prove deal for him. Yeah,
2: it's a prove-it deal. That's exactly what it is. Um, And so, the other the other thing is uh, you have that, but on the Angels' ends of things... Their biggest weakness as a team is starting pitching. Mm -hmm. Noah Syndergaard, if Syndergaard is anything like he used to be, will help take some of the pressure off of Shohei Ohtani, Mm -hmm. which is desperately required. Yes. Because Lord knows if the Angels could fucking pitch, they would do a lot better. Yes. They are a tremendous team in terms of bats. Mm -hmm. They can hit. They just can't fucking pitch. And they also need Anthony Rendon to get his head out of his ass. Yes. Because they gave him entirely too much money to fucking suck. So, and,
1: and in a mere fact, in a mere fact, you know they could possibly do something. I don't think this team is uh, done making uh, deals and making moves. Like if they got the deep pockets, like you say they do, yeah. you're the baseball aficionado. I think this is just going to be the start. I think they're trying to go all in.
2: I think I think they're going to try to overhaul some of. The, I because th- they're aware, they're aware that their pitching is the fucking problem. They're not stupid. They know I, any team that runs it, like any team knows what its problems are. Their executives, no. Like, the dude that is the GM for the Angels is not unaware that they can't pitch for fuck all. Like, he knows that that's what's holding them back. It wouldn't surprise me to see him in on some other guys. Yeah. You know, trying to completely overhaul that rotation. It really wouldn't. I said because
1: really, like, you know what I'm saying, like, if you get in the postseason, if you can get about three, four guys, maybe three. If you get three
2: guys and, and a great bullpen, you're fucking set. Yeah,
1: set. Do you know what I'm saying? You got the bats to compete with anybody. So mm-hmm. I like the center guard, uh center guard deal. I like I'm a Center guard fan, like low key. Yeah, of, you know, of course you
2: are. He's fun to watch and he's talented. And he's funny. Yeah, he's 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 a cool dude. Yeah.
1: For sure. So second question comes from roman from washington so hey fellas love the show i was wondering were you guys surprised that the wizards are the number one seed in the east right now i know it's still early but but they've been playing some great ball and people weren't expecting much at the beginning of the season
2: uh yeah i'm i mean i'm very surprised at that i wasn't expecting them to be that good um you know the thing is you know, and you don't expect them to be number one seed good. And again, yeah. it's early.
1: It's early, but I. But even then, I never expect. I never expect to see them at at the top of the charts. You know,
2: because here's the thing, man. When you want to talk about them being good, you can sit there and be like, "Well, what do you mean when you say are they good?" Yeah. Do I think they're good? In they're gonna win a championship? Absolutely fucking not. But do I think that they're good enough to make the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. And do I think that they got out to a good start and that they can, can sustain this possibly? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's possible. You know, like I said, but I don't think they're going to win the fucking championship. I don't think they have that kind of team.
1: Yeah, they're not ready. They're too young.
2: They're too young and they just don't have enough really, they just don't have enough talent. You know, I think, uh, I think you kind of tip the cap them for the start that they've had. They've,
1: they're overachieving.
2: Yeah. They're, they might be overachieving a little bit and you hope it continues for them because like you know good Cause, for them
1: because Laura knows I like you know Bradley Beal deserves some credit I love Bradley Beal Yeah, that's the person the Lakers should have traded for instead of Russell Westbrook.
2: Yeah, Russell Westbrook's booty flakes. He's ass.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I'm happy for like Bradley Beal, like you know, because this is officially his show now. No John Wall, no Russell Westbrook, and he's showing like you know what he can do whenever he can be the face to like you know put his imprint on this team.
2: Yeah, Bradley Beal's great. He's been great. Sneaky good defender long arms you know say so fantastic kind, scorer
1: kind of have like a mean streak
2: yeah yeah i mean he ain't loud with it like he ain't in people's faces like but but he
1: but he low-key he he low-key has that dog and i remember watching like you know before we get to this uh, last question i remember watching like a video like him talking to like some like some um some college uh, college dude they were doing a workout and he would just telling him like you know he would just tell him people how it was like in the league, like you know, because I guess they were slacking off. He's like in the league, you're like you can't slack off, man. You saw like you looking at a guy like me, you know, what I'm saying I'm looking at you, like like you trying to take my spot, and like you know, you motherfuckers cannot work me. That's just that's just that's just, the, that's just the attitude that most NBA guys have. Yep, you know what I'm saying. So you really can't come in here lacks and because there's people in here ready to take your head off because people are trying to feed their families.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's life-altering money you talking yeah. about. It's business at that point. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers are ruthless.
1: Yeah. Because like not everybody can get paid the big bucks. Exactly. You know, so last question comes from Levi from Louisiana. It said, hey, fellas, how cool was it to see Cam Newton have his mom- a moment with the Panthers over the weekend? He's not what he once
2: was, but I still think he has some good football left in him. Your thoughts? That was just good for football. Um, yeah. Unless you're a person that doesn't like Cam Newton. And please believe,
1: believe me, there's a lot of people there's down There's a here lot down.
2: of those people. They're loud. They've been loud. They continue to be loud. They will always be loud. So you have, uh, like I said, outside of those people and outside of people who hate the Panthers. Yeah. You know, because again, there, there are three other teams in that division. You know, I got to understand those people. You know, being a little bit like thumb their nose. Yeah, just by... Yeah, at that shit. But outside of that, outside of those two outlier demographics, that was a cool moment for football. That was good for everybody. That was just enjoyable. That's that's one of the cool things that can happen in sports. Mm -hmm. And it's why sports are great. You have a dude that, you know, has struggled with injury... Has struggled with kind of you know people thinking he's like
1: washed. Oh, like he was the face of the franchise for him to come back and play well like that.
2: Yeah, it's it's just fucking cool to see. Genuinely. I was,
1: I was like, I'm not sure if this is gonna sustain, but just to see that and him have that moment.
2: Yeah, it's a nice moment. Yeah. I, again, he might not, he might not be the guy. He might not even be the dude that bridges to the next guy. Yeah. But that was a cool moment. He comes in, touches the ball, scores. Comes in, touches the ball, scores. Yeah. Like, you know... Again, we don't know how much of his arm strength he has left. Because, again, Ron Rivera didn't do a very good job of protecting him. hmm Fucking, you know... And, again, you also had a situation where Washington, you know, could have went and got him. And Ron Rivera flat out didn't want him. Yeah. You know? So... It's just a nice situation to see. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for Cam, and I'm happy for Panthers fans because, quite frankly, this season has been very frustrating for them. Uh, they after, go out, after
1: going at the 3-0 start?
2: Yeah, they go out. They get Sam Darnold. Sam looked pretty good. Then Sam went and reverted, back, turned back into a fucking pumpkin. Um, feel, well, like, wh- whoever
1: that Sam Darnold was, he left in Dallas.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, Sam Darnold went back to being fucking mediocre. Actually, mediocre is generous. Fucking uh, below average. Yeah, he went back to being below average, and so Sam Darnold's just clearly not an NFL quarterback. Or um, he probably
1: might could be a backup at this point. Yeah, like I said, because uh, like there's some talent. That I like you know, like I was telling people, I was telling my Panther, um, my friends that are Panther fans, and I, I and I, um, I tell them to this day, I like he can't blame that on us. I like I told him like you know. What happened with us with the jets i take full responsibility for that most jets fans will take full responsibility for that say he's with the panthers he's with a better organization better talent now once christian mccaffrey went down that's when he went down basically because yeah. he didn't have that security blanket so you know i whatever happens with him in carolina that's on him
2: yeah and here we are you know, he's us. not looking good and then he got hurt and then Fucking, he might never get a chance to be a starting quarterback in the NFL ever again.
1: Especially, like, you know, saying if Cam Newton's playing the way he is.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, because Cam Newton got all the starting reps this week. Cam Newton's probably going to start Sunday. So, you know, best luck to Cam Newton and best luck to the Panthers because, again, Lord knows the Matt Rule experience hasn't been very good. The Sam Darnold experience has been fucking terrible, Mm -hmm. which is a product of the Matt Rule experience because Rule's the one that wanted him. So, again, I wish Panthers fans all the best moving forward. I wish Cam Newton all the best moving forward. Hopefully, they can get some shit figured out and they can rip some ass. So, yeah. I right. like,
1: well, especially for my man, Angry Joey's sake. Oh yeah, I, for like, sure. he he
2: like my boy Zach. I like dude like
1: Angry Joey had been quiet like the first co- like first like month and a half of the season. Now it just reared his ugly head. Me and my homeboy Anthony was talking about like, yeah, Angry Joey came back. He Anthony was like, That god dang Angry Joey. I like it was just a matter of time.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It was just a matter of time before we saw him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Angry Joey. Is the, like, the thing is, like, if you ever met Angry Joey, like, Angry Joey is a cool, calm, collected guy. The only time he gets angry, it, like, you know, is whenever Panthers play. And this guy has, like, a 7-year-old son, and his 7-year-old son doesn't get under his skin the way the Carolina Panthers do. No,
2: <laughs> nothing. They just piss him off. Yep. <laughs> hey, that's what he always say. He'll look you dead in the face. He goes, they just piss me off. <laughs> And I'm like, yep, that's correct. So, oh man, we love you,
1: Angry Joey. I like oh, you know, absolutely. I, I just Dude, want man. the Panthers to win, just for his. <laughs> yeah, that shit's miserable. Um, I was, I just want him to have nice things, just like I want the Vikings to do good, because I want the arcade to have nice things. That's exactly <laughs> so right. You just
2: want your friends to have cool shit. So, yeah. Oh
1: my god. So, with that being said, that's going to be in the, the end of our show. You guys thanksgiving is next week hell yeah like we want you to have a great thanksgiving you plan on doing anything
2: oh yeah i'm gonna go to my sister's
1: and we about to we about to turn up so like my mom's having thanksgiving at her house i like which i which i'm glad just for the mere fact this is the first thanksgiving in like four or five years that i don't have to travel nice bro which is why i'm not going to my dad's all like, dude, i get to spend thanksgiving at home i like that's goaded i like uh, yeah i'm gonna do that
2: absolutely most
1: definitely going to do that so yeah man like aew is going to be going on which uh in about two weeks i'll be going to an aew show so that's going to be lit Mm -hmm. that's going to be lit af uh you got hockey going on you got like nfl football what else we got going on no. I like you still got off-season baseball like some more deals might be yeah might be hot stove hot stove starting stuff. to warm up you um, know what I'm saying the Lakers will still be trash and the Jets will still be trash you know what I'm saying but I'll just have to put that out there you know what I'm saying but uh other than that so we hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving I hope you have fried turkey not baked turkey yeah fried turkeys goaded it's so baked, much better I like it if, 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 if like dude I like
2: fire every year police officers and fire it's firemen actually firemen try to show videos of fucking people quote-unquote frying turkeys and the turkeys being like you know like oh look at how dangerous it is it's like it's only dangerous you fill up the whole pot with oil you stupid bitch and you don't know how oil displacement works i know right it's like god y'all are dumb as hell so dumb as hell so um we're surrounded by idiots um, one thing I do before, before we do close out, um, I did want to give a shout out to my boy, Zach. Uh, it's my boy, Zach's birthday today, November 16th. And, uh, I just want to shout out my boy, Zach Helms. He's one of my best friends. Great fucking human being. Great individual. Love that guy. Death. Happy
1: birthday, man.
2: Yeah. Fucking, I called him earlier when I was on my break at work, but still I figured I'd give him a shout out on the podcast. So, uh, Zach Helms, you are a fucking legend, sir. I hope. I hope you and your wife had a great fucking birthday tonight. Y'all give each other the mouth sex or whatever it is y'all do. Fucking. So, yeah, man. I hope y'all had, a, y'all had a good time tonight. Fucking. Hope you had a good time tonight. Fucking love you, man. So.
1: And if the arcade says you're a legend, then, like, then, damn it, you are a legend. So, like I said... You guys enjoyed Thanksgiving because next week is going to be week for So we'll be back the following week. You guys can tell us about your Thanksgiving, what happened and what didn't happen. But we love you guys. You guys be safe out there and we'll be back better than ever. We'll see you guys later. Peace out, guys.